10 minutes, 10 days, 10 actions is brought to you by Two Summit Up. Expert sales tips and advice provided in a structured, bite-sized way for only £97. Learn how to improve your processes with 10-minute podcasts provided each day for 10 days, which you can listen to from the comfort of your own home, office, or whilst out and about. For more information, visit 2summitup.co.uk forward slash 10 actions. Hi there, Elaine Addison here, and thanks for tuning in to To Sum It Up, Pay It Forward podcast, where I have the greatest pleasure of speaking to a small business owner and hearing about their why behind their business. What have they learned along the way? They're going to share that with us too, and they also get the opportunity to pay it forward and thank someone that has helped them on their journey. So stay tuned in to hear who today's guest is going to be. Hi everyone, Elaine here. I've got another another lovely guest with me today, and that is Emily Hatton, who's actually at Malta at the moment. And Emily is the founder of Remote Hub Solutions. So lovely to have you with me today, Emily. How are you doing? Good, thanks. Thank you for having me. Oh no, my pleasure, my pleasure. And of course, we were just talking about the weather, as we always do, don't we? Um, anybody, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's like our standard thing is let's talk about the weather. Uh, so obviously, the weather's better there than it is here. But um, but not not a hugely hot day in Malta today. No, but no, it's still nice and sunny, so I'm not. I won't complain too much for everyone else's <laughs> sake. <laughs> that's good. Okay, so what we're going to do is I'm going to jump into the first question, if that's okay. So we've all got a reason why we started our business, Emily. So what's your reason? Uh, so well, I've wanted to start a business for a long time now. So. I've obviously had jobs before and worked for other people and I get quite frustrated, I guess, with uh, the limiting factors of working for other people. So where you're working on behalf of someone else, obviously you're doing things their way and not your own way. So I've always found that a bit um, difficult because I think I'm probably a bit more suited to being like a natural person. business owner or entrepreneur because I've got my own ideas and I can think around um, lots of different areas of business so um, I've wanted to do it for a long time but obviously job security is quite a big thing as well and having a regular income coming in Uh, but then last year I had my baby right at the end of 2019 and I was on maternity leave and then uh, Covid happened and my job was in the tourism industry and obviously the tourism industry has gone effectively well not gone but as in Mm. there's no work so while I was on maternity leave I was obviously really worried about my job and um, income moving forward because where I am in Malta I'm actually in a small even smaller island of Gozo um, and there's not a lot of jobs here apart from in tourism and obviously with a lot of people losing their jobs the risk of my job going and not being able to get another one really forced me into starting a business which was mm. positive in a way because it, it gave me the push that I needed to do it um so I've had been trying to think of ideas for years about what kind of businesses to start and then it kind of all came together by thinking about all the things that I've enjoyed through past jobs so my favorite job that I had in my past was being a business analyst So the part that I didn't enjoy about it was working in a big corporate company and wasting a lot of time with big meetings and 
um, buffing about with like big clients and stuff like that. So um, I liked the job of being a business analyst of what and what I actually had to do, but I didn't like the culture that I was in. Um, so since then, I've worked in a lot of small organisations, and I really like working with small businesses um, because I find it a lot more interesting, and I think um, that. Uh, it's really exciting the way that small businesses have to manage quite a lot on a small number of people um, and it's good the amount of value they put on those staff so um, uh, I wanted to find the two so my business basically is a business analyst kind of for small businesses and what I'm trying to do is um, recommend systems which I've been working with for a long time so online tools for small businesses um, which I know through working with the businesses that I have done um, will really improve the way they do things because a lot of businesses don't know about all the online tools that are available so um, uh, I want to kind of bring that knowledge and then recommend some good ones that can really help them improve the way they do things. Mm, yeah, really interesting. And uh, I mean, just from the perspective of a small business owner and a lot of my clients, small business owners, is absolute minefield, isn't it? Knowing what, which ones to use, what systems. And uh, as you say, you only yeah. know what you know anyway. So it's a great service yeah. you're offering there. Yeah, and I think with small businesses, obviously, they're um, kind of more isolated. Like you said, you, mm. they only know what they already know. Mm. So unless someone comes and gives them some advice or um, helps them a bit with their processes, they kind of keep going with what they're doing. So um, with all the businesses that I've worked in through my jobs, um, I've put things in place that have really helped them improve things. And then so these skills kind of came together with my idea for a business yeah fantastic love it love it so so give an example then um you know somebody when they go to you obviously they, they're looking for solutions so give an example of some something that you know an outcome you provide or something like that yeah so um so kind of my tagline as it were is that i match entrepreneurs with their perfect systems um so uh like i was just saying what i found is that entrepreneurs and small businesses often just don't know that tools are out there or they might know mm. that they're out there but they might be overwhelmed with the choice of all the different ones available so what I do is I find out a bit about um, the entrepreneur or the small business and what they're doing uh, what systems they're using and then I recommend some tools that can really help them either just um, improve their efficiency or can help them as well with looking a bit more professional so there's mm. a lot of um online tools that can help with things like for example marketing or sales and can help give a really professional approach that people who are just using emails um or just using kind of very basic tools might not get so it really helps give a more professional approach um, and also save time and automate manual processes that can be wasting a lot of your time when you want to be focused on sales for example or you want to be focused on product development instead of doing that you're focused on putting the people that you've been talking to into a database which is kind of a waste of time so so that's what I'm trying to do I'm trying to give give entrepreneurs more time back to actually focus on their business by automating some of these manual tasks but also um, drive them forward and allow them to do different aspects of their business a lot better so like I mentioned about um looking more professional but also 
there's things to there's quite a lot of tools that can help with like client and customer engagement um so that you can have processes going on in the background that um help you keep in touch with clients when actually you don't even need to be doing anything yourself so there's all sorts of things that can really help grow your business and keep it keep it moving um that you might not even be aware are out there to help you no, I think it's a great thing. Yeah, def- I definitely. As you're talking, I think, oh, I probably need to speak to you about something that's just popped into my head. But we'll talk about that later. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, just, oh. and just on that, I guess, is um, all, when I talk about systems, I think people feel like, oh, well, that will cost a lot of money. And actually, it doesn't. So most of the tools that, I'm, that I recommend are either free or, or really low cost because I'm very conscious that entrepreneurs mm. and small businesses don't have a big budget for this kind of thing um, so I recommend ones that are sustainable so when I'm saying like low cost it's usually something like 10 or 15 pounds a yeah. month it depends on how specialized the system needs to be but for for the for what I recommend it's kind of more generic operational processes so for like sales marketing finance and things like that um and the tools there's some really amazing free tools for most things and if you need something like for example for scheduling or something like that then you might need to pay a bit because it's a bit more of a Mm. advanced tool but but i would never recommend anything that's like hundreds and hundreds of pounds because it's not it's not affordable no i think it's it's knowing you your customer isn't it as well if you if you're working with small businesses we all know that you know you've got to look after uh you know that the the part haven't you the money part and yeah. um you know and you, there's obviously certain things you've got to sort of pay for so it's it's being realistic with that isn't it now that's yeah. great great advice um so have you got a, a favorite story that uh, someone you've helped that's you know it's made a difference to them have you got a story you can share yeah yeah so um i've had well I've worked with quite a wide variety of clients, like in in a lot of different businesses. Um, so it's quite good what I do because I can work across lots of different areas. So mm. uh, I was working with a, well, she was a coach really, but she had she was a bit of a serial entrepreneur and had like a lot of different other other things on the go as well. Um, but what she would tend to do is whenever she heard about a new system or someone told her about a new system, she would start using it thinking it was better than what she was currently using, no matter what, what it was. And then, um, so she had, I don't even know how many systems set up, like 20 or 30 different online tools set up. Um, and was in a mess basically because she kept trying to move tools because whenever someone said oh have you tried this for marketing have you tried this for sales she would just try it without thinking whether she really needed to or not um and yeah so she was she was in a mess and just had too many things going on um so and she'd waste a lot of time setting up those systems because it does take some time to set them up and also learning about them but then she would end up not using any of them properly because she already had things on the go so so I just worked with her like going back to her basic needs of what she needed to do for her for her business and then we we reduced the number of tools she had to just three because actually some tools cover like multiple processes mm. that you need to do as well. So you don't need one for every element of your business. You shouldn't have like 10 different systems. You should have as little systems as possible. And because otherwise it's all learning for you and it's all extra tasks mm. for you to do. So that if you can minimize it, that's great. Um, but also 
you can integrate the system so that you're not duplicating tasks and most of the system most systems will integrate with other systems so mm. for example like a crm for sales will integrate with a marketing system really easily mm. so um and most of that integration is already set up so it's a case of just setting up between the two um and then it's all integrated for you it's not as complicated as it sounds no. integrating no. systems it's all set up between those systems because that's the point of them is to all work together so i worked with her to integrate the system so she just had some really smooth processes for her for her business where before she was duplicating a lot of work um and and i kind of stopped her from like uh, from just taking when a friend said or when a colleague said try this i stopped her from doing that a bit (laughs) because yes you should like there's two sides to that so you should listen when people you know it's interesting to know when Mm. something new's come out and obviously systems constantly change as well so you do need to review it it's not that it never needs reviewing it does because systems are always i mean this is what they make money from so they're constantly trying to get better daily um so something that's the best best tool for you at the moment might not be in a year because your business might have changed in a year for one and the system might have changed in a year for another so it does need reviewing at a semi-regular interval but if it's working for you and it's achieving what you want it to you could just keep you should just keep things as they are it's only if something's not working for you and if um your business is changing and offering something else or the what you're doing completely transforms then you should look at whether your setup needs to change not just a constant yeah like this new tool and that new one because it 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 takes too much time and all the tools work the way they're meant to so it won't it won't not function it will function so it's just having the consciousness about like how yeah. often to review as well to review it no it's good yeah. and the, i mean the reality is isn't it and, it and obviously this is your field of expertise the reality is a lot of small business owners are like what all the stuff that you you talk about and you do there is is a necessary evil for them isn't it they know they need it but it's a minefield yeah. to most people who you know that's it's not their expertise so that, you know as you say they hear oh you need this oh you need that and you need you know before you know it, you've got this collection of things that you're paying for yeah. around you that you you only you only know about 10 percent of what they do yeah <laughs> which you know yes, it's not exactly. great that's exactly yeah. It. Yeah. yeah and you don't end up using any of them to their no. like capacity so you feel frustrated with all of them yeah. and and actually it's the main thing that um my service is really is um and what i try and uh get people to understand is that it's great listening to what other people recommend but they're recommending what works for them and that's mm. not necessarily what would work for you um because their business might be completely different to yours and it will be completely different to yours because every business is completely different even if you're doing the same thing so even if there's two coaches yeah um two business coaches they will not have the same business they will have a completely Mm. different business and a completely different setup so even if this system works really well for them um which is great for them but it might not be the best one for you because they won't be using all the same other systems and set up as you and also they're not you so they have a different understanding of systems and a different approach so there's all these different systems out there and 
some some I prefer and some I don't but I also understand you know and it's to do with how I like things to be mm. not necessarily because one works better than no, the other no, it's because exactly. I prefer the layout of one than another so a lot of it is to do with how it looks how it functions and also what the most important element is for you so if you find the customer support is most important then then because you always have to ask questions for example because you you're not very confident getting on yourself some systems will work better for you than others because some have much better customer right, yeah. support than so others it's all good to know so, yeah yeah so it's all those elements and that's where i come in is is actually talking to you about your business and getting all the information and recommending the ones that will work really well for you as opposed to what what works really well for someone else yeah i think that's absolutely wonderful um you're a little fine actually emily i have to say you really are (laughs) (laughs) okay so now's the honesty bit so obviously there's all you know there's we wear many hats when we start a business don't we and there's some we're very comfortable with and I think we can guess which ones you're comfortable with so so yeah. which <laughs> which hat or hats are you like oh I hate that bit absolutely hate it so for me sales is is something <laughs> I hate like well not hate but really put off I guess so I have had sales jobs before. It's not that it's totally alien, but I find it much easier selling for someone else than I do selling for myself because mm. if someone doesn't like someone else's product, who cares? It's someone else's. It's not like personal. <laughs> Whereas if it's something that you're really passionate about and interested in, it's really hard someone telling you get stuffed or, you know, like, yeah. I don't want to hear it's, about it. It's you. more it's personal, like, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm. So um and logically you know I think it depends what time of day you speak to me and like what I've been doing and stuff but sometimes I'm totally okay I don't mind about rejection or people sending you a bit funny messages or something like that um because part of what you have to do is kind of cold cold Mm. sale sometimes because you have to connect with people that Mm. that you haven't spoke to before otherwise you're how will people know about what you're offering Mm. so you have to do that so you have to expect that some people might not like the approach you take the approach that suits you yeah and some people might not like it yeah you're never gonna please everybody are you no exactly so as long as you're comfortable with it and you know like I'm not a hardcore salesperson anyway it's not like that um but obviously there is some element that I am running a business and I am trying to sell at some point so so as long as you're comfortable that you're not that you're doing what you think even if you are doing hard sales you just got to expect that more people might be offended yeah. by it I guess <laughs> at the end of the day <laughs> well we definitely need to chat more after this call but anyway <laughs> yes exactly <laughs> okay so what about one piece of advice you'd give to someone starting a business now what would that be I guess what I wish I'd done a bit earlier is building up like a good network of contacts. So if you, I think with a lot of people, they kind of think of their idea and it's on the back burner until they can actually launch it or put it in place. And I think just building up a network before you're ready to launch is really Mm. helpful. So whatever that network looks like, so whether you join kind of, groups or you know even on LinkedIn or Facebook or whatever your audience would look like Mm. um it's it's good to keep an eye out on people that 
either either people that are interesting to you that you can follow um, oh. who are doing something similar or doing something related or obviously potential customers and clients and stuff like that. So it's yeah. good to think about your audience quite early because it takes a long time to build up an actual real network that's not not a, like a fake one, basically, of yeah. like real useful people. Yeah, I think that's great advice. Absolutely great advice. Um, and it's not one that's been raised before. And it's so important. So, yeah, good, good advice there. Yeah. So what about, um, you know, uh, do you listen to podcasts or business books that you you go to? Which ones do you get things from? To be honest, I can't really answer this question very well <laughs> because I'm, as I said, I had a baby like just over a year ago and I have been work like working, setting up a business, looking after a baby. So literally, I, I, I don't do anything else unfortunately at the moment <laughs> I, I won't lie and say setting up a business is easy because it is not and it takes mm. a lot of time <laughs> so um, particularly with the baby hoping, my goodness yeah, yeah yeah exactly so I think um timing wise it wasn't really perfect so no I'm sorry I can't really help with that right now I'm hoping this year I might get a bit more time to to kind of like yeah read some more stuff but I have I just I don't have any free time None. <laughs> that, well that's that's absolutely totally understandable so moving on to the next yeah. question then which is the final question so this is your opportunity to pay it forward and thank someone who's helped you on your journey so who are they and uh, why would you like to thank them so yeah I had when I was starting out I obviously like everyone who's starting a business had a lot of things to cover um and and it's very overwhelming I think at the start like more so than it is later on because you don't know where to start with some things and um and it can feel and it's quite hard to get started on certain areas that you're not very comfortable with so you might be really comfortable with your like product or something but then sales might be a bit of an issue like where to start with who to sell to um so that was one area, but my um, another area was kind of marketing and PR. And my friend worked in PR in the past, and uh, she's working in a different business now. She's the uh, man, uh, like the CEO of the business now. Um, so, but because her background was PR, she really helped me with my marketing mm. and PR strategy and with like what to do because I didn't know where to start, like who to contact and like where to start with any of it and and she helped with like content and emails and just like tone of what you should say yeah. and um because I think you get more confidence as you go on with your business mm. so I don't need so much support now but I really needed it at the start with I felt really nervous about approaching people and about how my tone would be perceived and stuff like that so having someone who'd worked in PR was like really helpful mm. and obviously I didn't have any budget at the start for like any kind of help and she just said no like it's no problem because yeah. <laughs> I mean she's a very Aww. good friend so, so yeah. it was different um but it had such a big impact all this stuff and and I I would have procrastinated on that element for way too long had she not said mm. that she would help me with it so we had like sessions every week for like a couple of months where she would just help me with what I needed to do that mm. week and um you know she would look over any content that I'd written and stuff to that I felt I wasn't sure about and it just really helped me like give me a big 
nudge in the right direction. And now I don't, at the moment, don't need any support because I'm quite comfortable with the approach I've got. But I wouldn't yeah. have been anywhere near where I am now without her. No. Well, so come on then, what's your friend's name? Oh, so it's Ellie Lane. Ellie so, Lane. So she works for Concept Hand Tufting Carpets now. So it sounds like a great friend. And it's so true, isn't it, that when, when somebody helps you with the framework and then you know gets you off on the right path that's really really helpful isn't it and then you, you yeah. obviously you can run with it then but without that foundation in the first place it's really difficult isn't it great support there so, so that's you. it Emily we're at the end of uh, the, the episode now um, obviously people are going to be listening to this now thinking how can I get hold of Emily so where will they find you what platforms are you on yeah so I'm on LinkedIn and so you can search for me personally, or obviously the business as well, I've got a business page, um, and then, but I'm happy to connect with myself as well. Mm. Um, and then on Facebook, I've got my business page, and I also run a Facebook group for women entrepreneurs um, called Remote Hub Women, um, which is for uh, women entrepreneurs or small business owners, or even people that work in small businesses, not necessarily yeah. just owners, to swap ideas and advice about systems and tech so that we can or help each other kind of, you know, yeah. with what systems work and, you know, if they need any help with certain areas. So that's really good as well. So um, I definitely, if you're a woman, sorry, only women in this, yeah. <laughs> um, but if you're a woman, I would just join up with there straight away because it's really helpful and people seem to be getting a lot of, you know, yeah. advice and ideas from it already. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Well, thank you so much, Emily. You've been a great guest. Uh, I, know, I know my head's um, whirling thinking, oh, yeah, Emily, I'll know the answer to that. Uh, there's all sorts of things. It's that it's that person that, yeah, as you say, put, joins the dots together and actually takes away some of the overwhelm uh, are, are all yeah. great people for us to know in business. So thank you uh, for joining me today. And it's um, been really interesting me. story. You're very welcome. Great to have you. You've been listening to Elaine Atherton. I hope you've enjoyed the show. And if you'd like to hear more small business owners talk about their business, why they started it and their learnings along the way, then you can subscribe to the shows via all the major podcast platforms to, to sum it up, pay it forward. My passion is supporting small business owners. I've created a free 10 minute audio book called Seven Things Accidental Salespeople Need to Know. To receive a copy of this book, just head to my website on www twosummitup.com 10 minutes 10 days 10 actions is brought to you by two summit up expert sales tips and advice provided in a structured bite-sized way for only 97 pounds Learn how to improve your processes with 10-minute podcasts provided each day for 10 days, which you can listen to from the comfort of your own home, office, or whilst out and about. For more information, visit twosummitup.co.uk forward slash 10 actions.